Everybody and welcome back to another Hi. beautiful episode of everybody's favorite podcast, the podcast where we talk about, you know, things that you want. And we call the podcast, Is This What You Want? with Matt and Julia. I am Julia. And with me is my beautiful co-host, my husband, my enemy, <laughs> my lover, Wow, Matt O'Brien. Enemy before lover. I don't like the order of that. I feel like, you know... Very yeah. announcery off the top as well. It that was, was quite very something. Hello, everyone. It almost sounded like a like a subway announcement. Next stop, Rochester. Rochester Station. Is that a was Rochester Station? Yeah. I don't know. You could be a voice. I, I swear, you got to book a voiceover thing soon. Like, Listen, is- I got I I've got a cool voice. Also, we've been watching a lot of uh, only murders in the building. Yeah. And the way that they do their podcast, they're always like. Oh, talking to their phone. They're like, all right. And then there was a little bit of a murder. Okay, remember that for later. I'm like, nobody does that. Maybe that's how podcasts are made and we just don't. Like, as if you are making a murder podcast, yeah, you got to like document every second. But sometimes like Martin Short will be like, he'll be like, hold on a sec. And they'll be like, the Jack just got traded. And it's just like little catchphrases, like yeah. And then I'm like, then you're gonna add those to the podcast later. I'm like, you're or re-record your it. Your producer has their work cut out for them. I think it's like voice memos. That's what I think. But sometimes he has a big chunky like Zoom recorder, like what we we record. That's what our I'm thing saying. On. Yeah, sometimes, but sometimes it's just his phone. Anyway, it's a cozy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a cozy show. I like watching it n- now because it's kind of like fall and it's cozy, and that's like, it's like New York, New York, New fucking York in the fall. autumn, fall. Oh. New York in the fall Ugh. is just lovely. It is it is an autumnal show because they're all in their beautiful little apartment and they're all cozy. And Martin Short and Steve Martin are always drinking like just even though it's fall, you wouldn't think a crisp glass of wine, but they're drinking. I don't know. Crisp whites. It's like crisp looking whites, not a Sauvignon Blanc, not not anything too summery. It looks like just like an expensive Chardonnay or something. Yeah. And I'm like, God damn it. I want to. I want to have a glass of wine with Martin Short. I wonder if it's real wine in the show. What show were we watching where they were like, sometimes they use, oh, when we saw that Frasier taping live, yeah. they use a real, actual, expensive whiskey on set. Well, I, thi- I think for Kelsey Grammer, they do. Yeah. I think he actually he requests it. it. Yeah. yeah. That's fun. It is fun. But I thought he didn't drink. Maybe he doesn't do that anymore. I don't think he does drugs he can do whatever he wants on when when the show is called Frasier and you are Frasier it's like listen yeah. and clearly he does do whatever he wants because when we were watching it he was like directing and the director's like all right hey, He's like, you yeah, got can this we try it that way or whatever but also I'm like the guy's done this character for 20 over 20 years. years so yeah I think he knows. I haven't even done anything solid for 20 plus years like other than be a be me you, you, but even at that butt. I have I that's true. Now, now I spray it with a bidet. But you still wipe. You still dab it. I dab and wipe. I wipe and dab. I wipe and dab. Is that a new move the kids are doing? Is the that going to go with the dab? The dab and wipe. The, the, the wipe. Okay, so dabbing's like this. Dab is this. Or oh wait, yeah, that's okay. That's yeah. a dab. And this is the wipe. Oh no! Yeah, I thought you were going to wipe your ac- actual ass. Oh right, that would make more sense. Yeah, you go, you go, and then you shove your hand Ew, in your friend's you go, nose you go back to front yeah yeah because yeah. i don't know how to be a lady wait um, is that how men wipe you wipe back to front i do whatever i want but then doesn't the shit just cram up in your balls ew i hate this and i apologize to everybody at home Does i don't want to talk about this cram i don't know how much is coming out of your b crack when you wipe well you it's could say like the same thing taco. about ladies everybody's like oh you're just shoveling the fucking shit in your vagina and i'm like well that's not how it works. Well, um, if you knew how balls worked, there is a flap at the back and a shit goes in. Ew. <laughs> ew. Ew. Imagine that's what balls were filled of. Shit. I actually can't have this conversation I would anymore. like it if every few years these balls fell out and then and new, new balls, balls grew. grew. I think that would be fun. Yeah, like grapes on a vine. Like grapes on a vine. Like the sands of time, so do my balls change and fall. But that'd be embarrassing. You're like in a, in a you know public situation, and then just your testicles fall yeah. out of your pants. Yeah, and your the fellows would be like, "Oh, is it that time of the month?" And you're like, "Yeah, I'm shedding my balls in this chilies." But then your other friend's balls fall out of his pants, and you're like, "We're sinking. Looks like we're sinking. We're our like our balls. I'm cycle. sinking. Balls, I thought you, I thought stickles. you meant you were physically sinking, like sinking into the ground because the balls were weighing you down. Wow, that's where your mind went, Anna. 
Isn't it weird that Steve Martin and Martin Short both have Martin in their names and they're both equally as charming and funny? Yeah. I find them both equally charming and funny. There's not... I, you know what? I take that back. I, I do think, like Martin Short. I think Mar- Martin Short... By a hair. By a hair. And I think it's because he's Canadian and he just has this like effervescent goofiness about him. Yeah. And same with... We were talking about Andrea Martin. Who's Another actually, Martin! Oh my God! What's happening with the... Is anyone making some sort of Martin connection here? The Martin connection. That's a podcast. <gasps> that, that all these funny people were made in a lab and they were just different Martin versions? We, we have to look up uh, different Martins. I'm so serious about this right now. The Martin connection. Well, we named three very hilarious Martins. Yeah. What's another Martin? Martin Scorsese. No, he kind of um, went off the beaten path. Um, uh, We'll come back to it. Chris Martin. Coldplay. Hilarious. Chris Martin. Comedian. Chris oh, Martin. there you go. Chris Martin. Chris Martin. He's quite the British man, isn't he? Yeah. He, uh, he texted me today because he was buying a car from, he said a, a car broker. I don't know what that is. Maybe that's a British I think that's a, a dealer, a car, a dealer. like a dealership. Yeah. A broker sounds like some guy wearing a visor in a dank basement. And he's, because I was like, what are you buying? Some weird used car out of a shoebox? I don't understand what you're doing. A but he But he said he talked to a car broker and it sounded exactly like our manager his old manager because he's not with him anymore and he thought that he was doing so poorly that he now had to sell cars oh but okay he i sound see exactly like him and i'm like well i think he's just got like that one of those business voices you know what i mean those those phone business voices hey how you doing hey hey, hey Matt, listen uh, um i got an audition for you i mean a car uh uh it's for you anyway hey, here you're doing great matt uh funny stuff how's the musical going that's great anyway i'll talk to you in eight months <laughs> No, he's a nice guy. <laughs> we love him. Glad to have him around. Isn't it nice to have a manager? I wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. now, I am my own manager. I I am CEO and owner of Julia Ladkowitz Enterprises. And treasurer and uh, receptionist. And You're really leader everything. of the fan club. Mm-hmm. You're your biggest fan. I'm my biggest fan. Uh, speaking of a big fan, I'm a big fan of this. Uh, it's not even a segment. of. It's just something we do. Every podcast, it's Chappy Hour. Top of the Chappy Hour, everybody. It's the only happy hour dedicated to the worst robot movie of all time. Last week, we discovered that Julia thinks the Brave Little Toaster is a robot movie. I. And she doesn't like that guy very much. Well, we, we agreed that a toaster, a talking toaster, is a robot. Could be a robot. Could be a robot. <clears throat> yeah, but so. um, we said well, maybe this week, like, what's your favorite robot like not a stupid <laughs> robot. My favorite robot. Well, now I can't think of any robots. I like R two D two. There's something about the colors. Bloop, bleep, 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 that little fat and guy. That he doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't eat his beeps, and he rolls around. And I, I just want him to. That's what Shange is to me. She's my little R two D two. She follows me around the house. Yeah. And, and beeps and snorts. You know what? I don't mind. I don't mind that one. What about that dog from the Jetsons? Oh, what was his name? Buzz Jet. <laughs> floaty. Spot. Here comes Blinky. Well, the I like I, I like the dog from the Jetsons so much that I can't remember his or her name. Did they um, ever do like a live action version of? That's like the one they didn't do. They tried with the Flintstones twice. Yeah, they didn't go full Jetson. Oh my god, I loved the live action Flintstones. I liked the first one. It was I so did. good. The fr- oh, was, I didn't see the second one. Viva Rock Vegas. We need to watch. Why have we not that? seen that? Actually, that's right up our alley. It. Yeah, they go to like Flintstone, Las Vegas, and they're using like sand dollars and they're betting. Wait, but it's like they're younger, so it's not like Rick Moran. You know what? Why I think it, one of the Baldwin's is in it. Like one of the. You like, know what? I have seen this. Yeah, I forget who the who plays Fred, <laughs> but the Baldwin is just like you're like, oh man, this is throwing me off. All the Baldwins throw me off a little bit. Once they're they're little beat. Once the Baldwins are in there, they really throw. Isn't it interesting that Haley Baldwin, um, or sorry, Haley Haley Bieber, nay Baldwin, um, is married to Justin Bieber and just doing her own thing and thriving? And she's all like, "Don't talk about my dad and my weird family." Yeah, that's odd. I mean, yeah, do what does she do exactly? Is she an actor or a model? I imagine. I think she models, and then I think she has like. If your dad's Alec Baldwin and you're married to Justin Bieber, you're fine. You're. But I think she does like influencing, and I think she has like a makeup line or something. I don't understand how that works. That's 
certain like influencers and celebrities they're like i'm gonna come out with makeup it's like are you in a lab telling people what to do or you just, you just hire a team of scientists you you're like make me makeup well you but have make a, it in you my have enough money and that you and enough uh clout behind your name that you hire the right people and they make stuff for you it's funny because right now i'm actually wearing selena gomez's lip stuff did she go into the lab and was she like mm, bit She's more like, powdery um hi i'm just <laughs> really i'm not sure the other lipsticks just weren't working for me so i got you're moving your mouth too much to be heard so when I she got, talks in uh, only murders in the building it's like hey and you're well, like we really what have to find out who murdered someone because i'm tired um did she break her jaw i don't know but i like her and i like her makeup so i'm wearing that right now but also we're getting off topic it's chappy hour it is chappy hour and matt what are you chapping i'm drinking some sort of non-alcoholic uh champagne yeah it's a non-alcoholic prosecco, prosecco. by no and low and uh it is nice hmm it gets the job done. It like like all non-alcoholics, you're like something is missing, and it's clearly the alcohol, but yeah. <laughs> it's close enough. Yeah, and it tastes good, and it's it's fun, and it's festive. Yeah, my initial reaction was like, this is gonna taste like flat ginger ale, and it doesn't. It doesn't. Kind of does, but doesn't. It doesn't. But it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm I'm chopping a bit of a melange. Yeah. So we uh, I cleaned the bar cart today, Matt. How like sucked that? it, sucked back all the liquids. I, I cleaned, I cleaned her out. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at it and I was like, "There's just so much clutter and shit on this." So I cleaned it all up, and then there was two. There's three bottles. Okay, so there was like one bottle of tequila that had like, just like a whisper of tequila, and then there was another bottle that had a whisper of uh, what's that? What's that orange liqueur? Oh, I mean, um, Campari. Uh, not Campari. Not Aperol. Oh triple sec triple sec that's the one there was a, a tiny bit of triple sec left and there was a tiny bit of bitters so i was like all right i put them in a glass i splashed a bit more tequila in there moshed it up moshed it up put a bit of uh lemon a little squeeze of clementine some soda water and you got yourself a little bit of a i call it a margarita mishmash soda yeah got yourself a stiff one yeah it smells like pure gasoline doesn't there's actually barely any barely any bees it'll in here fuel, it'll fuel you i'll tell there's you it'll get you going it'll put your trousers on it'll grease your bike i'll tell you that drink it'll wet your anus it'll wet your <laughs> anus that drink will wet your anus if a bartender ever said that to me i'd be like i need to see the manager uh, and then you'd be like i am the manager give me a little anus wetter yeah i'm looking for something to wet my anus <laughs> And he'd be like, I got the perfect thing. What would be an anus wetter that you would uh, w like? Maybe a hose? A, no, like a, a, a drink that would is an anus wetter would be maybe like... Um, Something that would make you like sweat sweat or shit from your anus. Uh, maybe a bit of both. Maybe, you know what I think it is? Something with chili in it. Like I, chili. Think, I think it's um, a half creme de banane. Oh boy. Or a shot of creme de banane and a shot of um, of whiskey, bad whiskey dropped into like a red bull yeah kind of like a jagger yeah. bomb but Ooh. like with whiskey and creme de banana that feels like it would just make you your stomach just seize up your 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 anus would start to wet no an anus wetter if you go to the bar and say i want to get my anus wet <laughs> he's gonna put a shot of fireball mm. and dump a bunch of tabasco in it mm. And then he's going to drop it into a pint of tequila. <laughs> and you got to drink that quick because your ass is getting soaked. Oh, God. Your ass is getting soaked. It's like when I went to New York and almost shit my pants and had to run into that dive bar um, spring lounge. And then after. Wait, great shout out for the lounge. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I took a big hot dump at Listen, a bar in New York lounge. and it was it's beautiful. A good time. And then uh, I was like, I'm sorry, I don't shit my pants. And he's like, it's okay. And I'm like, spicy Bloody Mary, please. And he's like, no, are you sure? <laughs> and I'm like, give it to me. That's that's an anus wetter right there. That bartender refused to wet your anus. He's like, I think you've had enough wet anus today. My anus today. was already wet. Yeah. Um, I wonder how many people are walking around New York at any given moment being like, I'm almost shitting my pants. When you walk by like, a like through a busy crowd on a busy street like Times Square, you could be like, there's probably at least... Eight to ten people right now that are like, I could shit. How many people in New York City do you think shit their pants every day? That's a great question. I want to say 
wait. So what, like, what's the population of like Manhattan? Alexa, what's the population of Manhattan, New York? Uh huh. One point six nine million people just in Manhattan. I'd say of that many people, I'd say a thousand people, at least a thousand. With the food yeah. that's floating around and uh, the sicknesses and COVID's coming back and that makes people, some people shit. It actually blows my mind how many people shit their pants all the time because I think, I can't remember if we podcasted since then. Since, since you shit your pants? Since I shit my pants in New York. I can't remember if we talked about this. Maybe we did. I kind of blocked this out of my memory. I don't remember you doing this. Anyway, when I was at Spring Lounge and I was I was regaling my tale of shitting, almost shitting my pants, I literally looked around the bar. I'm like, who else has shit their pants in here? And then everybody started telling shit your pants stories and it was hilarious. Um, but so many people shit their pants way more. I've I've only barely shit my pants once in Reno. Yeah. Like as an adult. But you were you were just doing a podcast where they tell shit your pants stories. And the guy was like, I shit my pants Every Tuesday, Every for, Tuesday three weeks. for three weeks. Yeah, and I was like, first of all, get yourself checked out. Second of all, after the second Tuesday, you're like, well, this is my life. I, it, why is this? It, it seems like some sort of curse that is on you that you're shitting your pants on the dial. At, once this clock strikes Tuesday, but your pants are filling. That's the thing. You're right. By the thir- Even by the second Tuesday, I'd be like, okay, this is yeah. what happened last week. Ooh, watch out. And also, then- you're like, what, are, what am I doing Monday? What are your Mondays are you like? You got, someone's that's, got to investigate that's the this. Biggest, ah, that's sorry, a crime podcast also. right there. The man that shit his pants three times every Tuesday. What are you doing? What are you doing Monday? Yeah. What are you doing Monday? What are you even doing Monday what that you're shitting your pants Monday? on Tuesday? There's been a lot of shit talk on and this podcast already. There's been a lot of shit talk, but here's... <laughs> so you, you told me, you're like, I did the podcast and we all tell shit stories. And then you were like, the two hosts told their shit stories. And I was like, wait a minute. So this is a regular segment on the podcast. Matt's like, yes. I'm like... So they just tell the same shit their pants stories every week? Yeah, I didn't realize until after. Because, <laughs> you know, I've only listened to this one, the one that was on, I was on. And I was like, huh, that's a, that's a, funny, that's a funny bit. The listeners like, just hear their same shit their pants stories. And they're just story. reciting it with them at home. They're just saying it. It was a Tuesday. I was sweating. I was at a bar. Like, they're just like reading like a Bible verse. I mean, there's stuff that we, uh, we repeat all the time that our listeners are like, we get it. Chappy Hour? Chappy Hour. Or, I mean, Chappy Hour is a segment, but, um, oh, we still got to lime you in. I know. I still have to put a lime into my anus uh, at the border of the USA and Canada. That's what we decided, right? It has to be yes. on the border. It has to be literally on the border. It, so, so much <laughs> that, yeah, both sides don't know what to do with me. And both well, border cops need to. That's the thing. If you're to... equally there, it's like, well, who's going to handle this? Yeah. Or they just walk. I think they would just walk away. They'd be like, you know what? Let them have it. And it would be the first international incident that went uh, ignored. Or what if, what if a large bird scooped you up? Oh, I thought you meant stole the lime and I had to follow it and get my lime back. No, a large bird. The lime's already in your ass and you're like, ha ha, nobody can stop me. And then like a pterodactyl comes down and picks you up. Yeah. Hmm. And then drops you somewhere i don't know listen <laughs> i was gonna say what if there's an earthquake and the earth opens up and i fall in it but i have a lime in my ass so that's the thing if i was falling through the earth's core i'd be like this is crazy but then my second thought would be like there's a full lime in my ass what if you fell through but then and then you fell on your anus and you would have been impaled in the anus but the lime saved you the lime saved me i mean what is this lime made of first of all that it's yeah. saving you from being, from impaled, being impaled in the impaled. anus but also, people are like, how did you survive that crazy fall? And I'd have to tell the story. I'd be like, well, I was liming in at the border. Wouldn't you know it? There was an earthquake. I just canceled our earthquake insurance today. Isn't that crazy? It is It is crazy, but... Our, our insurance just uh, emailed me and they're like, are you sure you want to do this? Why are you doing this? First of all, it's $8 a month. And I think it only covers like, if I, we owned this place... Yeah, we it's don't like twenty five thousand dollars in damage, and I'm like, if my fucking bookshelf falls over, uh, I don't care. I also if there's damage in the house. I ain't paying for that. Yeah. So whatever. We, but we have we have stuff insurance. Stuff yeah, insurance? we got stuff insurance. But it's it's more the the insurance was like they were like, can you tell us why you're doing this? I'm like, can you fucking get your nose out of my lime filled anus? 
None of your beeswax, State Farm. Because I have to save for the limes I'm going to shove into my ass. Yeah, I should have said that. I literally was just like, I'm canceling it. I don't want to pay for it. And they're like, hey, fair enough. Hey, thanks for calling. Um, speaking of topical uh, and calling. Remember we mentioned last week that I said I canceled Netflix and in the box. Right. Why are you canceling? I said pay, pay your, your writers. writers. And I'm like, if this ends the strike... It's me. Well, guess what? The strike, the strike is officially ended. over. And I guarantee I was the tipping point. I'm going to I'm going to preach this from the hills cuz no one will be able to prove me wrong unless somebody works at Netflix and you can be like, "It is true. We saw the we saw that one and we were sick of it." Can you imagine? Yeah. Wait, wait, quickly one second. The dog snoring and I'm trying to see if we can pick this up on the mic. <laughs> we both put our mics up to her that she went she looked like a politician that was being grilled she was like i don't know where the bodies are i did not sleep with that woman she's like half dreaming right now wait, when wait, dogs wait, do wait. that eye thing and they just go they start like no she knows she's being recorded god damn it she was snoring like a little pig now uh. she's snoring again um, yeah, anyway. it's pretty wild that that happened. Also, uh, about a story that we were talking about last week. Um, I, sorry, am I getting off of this too quick? Oh, no. I was just going to talk about like what is to come with the writer's strike now Now that it's over. Well, because most people are like, strike's done. It's like, guess what? There's still another one going. Yeah, there's still actors. Uh, the actor's strike. And there's still the, the auto worker strike. Well, there's a bunch of strikes, Everyone's I tell you. striking. But it, it's weird because now that the writers are back, so shows can be made, but actors can't be in them. Yep. And I guess I saw that late night shows are coming back October 2nd, but I don't Actors think... Actors can't be on, on them. them. I think. So I think that means... No, she stopped again. So I keep trying <laughs> to put the microphone up to the dog to hear her snore. It's like that, uh, that, that dancing, singing frog. Yeah, if it was a snoring chihuahua. <laughs> it's just so cute and I want everybody to know. It, yeah, we're still all fucked, but Baby Steps, it's great that they've reached They got a good deal. deal. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So to everybody who was just like, shut up and just take like the first deal was good. You sh- how about how about you shut up? How- there you go. Whoa, you, you heard should it here. be on the negotiation boards. I am. How about you shut up? Okay, so about last week too, um, we were talking about. I think we were talking about Burger King and fast food places. Last I think week. so. Yeah. So uh, Christina Walkinshaw, power listener, messaged me and she's like, I saw an article that someone is suing Burger King. Uh, for the Whopper because it is not a Whopper it is actually in fact quite small wait is a Whopper a, a unit of measurement it's like a whopping amount I a guess. whopping oh yeah a law a lawsuit accuses Burger King others of ads that misrepresent their food misrepresent their food well it's true it's like whenever you see an ad uh for any kind of fast food it's like oh my god that looks huge and delicious and then you get this smashed up crunched up diaper and you're like wait a minute this isn't what was in the commercial here's the thing with the whopper is what they're saying is there yeah there is not enough meat in there at least a quarter pounder now, I'm not on anyone's side. I'm devil's advocate here. I'm just uh, a quarter pounder. It seems like a decent chunk of meat. A it's Whopper? A it's a quarter pound. Whopper, every time I've had one, it's mostly mayonnaise. It's a bunch of lettuce. It's tomatoes. And then there's just like a thin little sneeze Maybe of it, meat. It's, it's a whopping amount of toppings, like a whopping amount of mayo. Whop topper. But Topping then, but whopper. But then just call it like the, the whayo. <laughs> the whayo? Yeah, a whopping amount of mayo. Oh, I thought that was an old Nelly song. Well, well, I put underlay, my mayonnaise underlay. on my sandwich, yeah, and I dance with the sexy ladies, yeah, I'm a whale. So wait, who's suing here? Who decides this? Should we, we sue somebody? I don't know. Like, I don't understand how <laughs> you are like, you wake up one day and you're like, I'm going to sue Burger King. I can totally see that. Yeah, but, and to execute it so much that the press is like, holy shit, he's doing it. So if this guy wins, are the Whoppers going to be more Whoppy? Or are they going to just change the name of the Whopper to the little one? I don't know. Either way, I don't eat them. And this means nothing. That's like I get a lot of Taco Bell news. If you live in the Los Angeles area, LA County, KTLA especially, is you get a lot of Disneyland news. They're Mm -hmm. like, the bathrooms are not functioning at Disneyland right now. And some people are upset. I'm like, I don't care it's as if all we're doing is going to taco bell and then shitting our pants on the rides at disneyland it's as if we're disneyland disney world disneyland 
Disneyland. That's all we're doing here. But I get a lot of Taco Bell news. They're like, you're going to love this. A new product's back, and it's going to be great at Taco Bell. I'm like, get. They must be giving them money. They must be like, they give the, a couple bucks to the news and be like, hey, talk about our fucking nacho fries, but would you? But people do really like Taco Bell here. They really do. And I. For a place that is just full of authentic, beautiful, delicious Mexican food, people love that they shit. They love the shit. I, it's the last time I had it, I think you were out of town. And usually the first two, one to two days when you go out of town, I'm like, I'm going to be a dirty little boy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do, do dirty little boy things. I'm going to watch uh, action movies and eat garbage. And so I watched uh, uh, Tombstone, uh-huh. old Western movie. Great. And I, I was like, I'm going to get some Taco Bell. I'm going to get high and get some Taco Bell. And I did. I ate it and it tasted good it, in the top part of my body. And then when it was <laughs> went down to the middle where my stomach is, I felt like I was full of bugs. Like Ew. I felt immediately sick. And the worst part of it was I was so high that I was like, finish what you started. And I kept no. eating it. And then I just watched Tombstone, an old Western movie. This is a reminder that once things have started, you can always stop. Yeah. But I, <laughs> here was my high mind was I was like, okay, what if I throw out this Taco Bell? Then I got to go all the way outside because I can't have this old Taco Bell in my no, inside you, garbage. I like that you're like, I don't want to th- go and throw this out in the outside garbage. I will be the garbage. I will be, I will be the outside garbage. I'll be the outside garbage. <laughs> I will be your outside garbage. Didn't I, Enrique Iglesias sing that song? Yeah. I, I feel like you, you are my outside about. garbage because I'm always like, I don't want this. Do you want it? And then you're like, Hum, and it's just always like a crust of bread or yeah. some garbage off my plate. I didn't do that today. We got breakfast burritos and you didn't eat the the, the nub, the little anus uh, balloon knot at the end. I didn't eat, eat the anus of the burrito because at that point it was just like bean goo and uh, tortilla. And I was like, you know what? I don't need this. Also, right before that. So we went to this place called Mary's Market yeah. and it's in Sierra Madre. Look it up. Um, which is just kind of like next to like Altadena area and it's right by the mountains. It's so beautiful. You feel like you're in Northern California and like Lake Arrowhead it feels or something. very Canadian up there. It does. It's, Which it's, was funny. Uh, it's uh, because I saw a, a Wi-Fi network that was a tragically hip song. So well, there like, you go. What are we doing up here? I And also I saw a couple Washington state plates. So I'm like, I think Canadians and, and people from the Northwest are like, ah, oh, this, this feels familiar to me. Because it I'm doesn't live feel here. like LA at all. Yeah. And it's apparently it's over a hundred year old diner. And so we went and we just sat outside and it was super cute. But we got just devoured by mosquitoes. Yeah. And right at the end when I was like, Matt, do you want this last nub of my burrito? And I feel like you were like on the fence about it. And then a mosquito flew into my plate and I went, eh, and I squished it with a napkin and so much blood erupted from it. And only then did I notice that I'd gotten eaten alive. I'm like, oh, that's my blood. It was a juicy, it was like a squib from the Expendables. It uh, exploded. I've never seen that. Well, it's an action movie where people get shot. I, I imagine. So you could, you could use that mosquito as a squib. It's an industry term. Now that we're back in the industry, we can talk about it. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah, here's the thing with the little nub at the end of the burrito. There should be an extra dipping sauce just for the nub. Yeah, an extra little dip. Like if you go to a get a burrito at a restaurant and they see that you're at the the little anus balloon knot end of the burrito, someone should come around the little bowl and be like, "Can I get you your anus dip now? Are you ready for your your burrito anus balloon knot nub dip nub dip nub dip?" One guy going around the table nub dip nub dip nub dip. Nub dip's not a bad idea because there's there's many nubs. You know, like pizza nubs, like crusts. There's nubs on all sorts of food. I'd like a nub dip. A nub dip. Yeah, we should market nub dip. Nub dip. And it's good for any any type of food. Whatever nub you have What left, would be in nub dip? Would it be like a mayonnaise-based thing? I'm picturing thing? it looking like Thousand Island dressing. Why am I picturing that? It's like pinkish kind of... I don't know. It's I in everything. I don't want a pink nub dip because... Ew. I don't want a pink nub dip. What? But what sauce exists now that could be a nub dip? I like... I could dip anything in sweet chili sauce. You love sweet chili sauce. It's the perfect sauce. There's a time and a place for sweet chili sauce and it's for right me. Now. Um, I'm thinking maybe a, a bit of like a French onion dip, um, or uh-huh. like a green goddess dip. What about a ranch, like a creamy ranch, like what, like uh, Ruffles had that ranch, you know shitty what? potato chip dip. That's that's what nub dip is. Nub dip is just ranch. Yeah, I think so. Like a thicker ranch. Well, here's the 
here's how stupid we are. We've been talking about nub dip and pizza places have been using nub dip for ages. Oh yeah, for sure. They have dips. They have dips. And they're like, you want nub dip? But they dip? don't call it nub dip. I know. And so that's what we're going to do. We can market nub dip. We're going to have a nub dip. Nub dip is a good name for a Star Wars character too. He's an old pilot from Coruscant. Nub dip. Oh, I was... Hop in the A-wing. I was going to say it's a guy who has like horns coming out of his ears and he's all like, gloop, 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 gloop. And then I they're all like... Dip. Ah, nub dip's here. Beep, click, beep, beep. See? That's how you write sci-fi, everybody. <laughs> uh, any, is there anything else exciting in the news, Matthew? I mean, this I thought was kind of interesting. They, the archaeologists found a, uh, uh, a structure that's over a million years old, and it's like a wooden structure. Oh. It's, well, it's over, over half a million years uh, in Africa, uh-huh. on, the, on the continent of Africa, but it has interlocking logs. And this is why, why I found this interesting. I'm like, we, so this proves that we have had like wooden structures for like basically a, almost a million years, like over half a million years. Crazy. Yet we still have not perfected them. Our, our houses still leak. We still get ants. We still have crevasses and creaks and cracks. And even this house we stay in right now, the floors are uneven and the, the vinyl flooring is cracking Listen, and creaking. Listen, man, because life's not perfect. I know, but I was like, after all those years, we can't, we can't, really can't nail it down. Well, that's the thing. It's a little, you, it's a little you, home you building can, you joke. You can nail it down if you're doing it properly because let me tell you something. I don't think the pyramids are leaking. You know? They might be. They might be, actually. I don't know. Um, but what I'm saying is, like, if you put time and effort, people know how to do these things and make them fully leak-proof, ant-proof, yada, yada, yada. But places, there's so many places now and so many contractors and so many whoever. So everybody's doing, you know, a lot of people are half-assing the job is what yeah. I'm trying to say. And also, you know, there's just uh, life, man. Life finds a way. Yeah. The ants are going to get in. They're going to... The ants were here before fucking log structures were here. That's true. They said... Uh, scientists say, which is a broad statement, uh, if aliens are to analyze Earth for living uh, beings, they would think the ants are in charge. Yeah, because... Because there's so many of them. For every one person, there's like a million ants or something. Something like that. It's There's an insane amount of How ants on the planet. How many ants per person? Was it a million? Ants. We saw ants eating um, our, our little ant poison the other day, and their asses were getting fatter. They were like sucking up the poison, and it was like. Dum, 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 dum. This is actually crazy. Oh my god! They say there's 20 quadrillion ants on the planet. There's that's approximately 2.5 million ants for every human. That's worse than I thought. And I've been disrespecting my colony. I'll tell you that much. The colonies around here, we have been at battle for years. Listen, I it's not like I'm a psychopath when I'm outside that I'm like letting setting ant colonies on fire or stepping on them. When you're outside, that's great. But if you're coming into my house and trying to get into my food, yeah, we all have our I'm spaces. Sorry. I, I I clocked that when I was outside taking the dog in the in the backyard. I saw like an ant path going through like the garden. And part of my brain was actually like, there you go. That's where you belong. Stay there. I'm not going to bother you. I don't I don't go out of my way to hurt the ants. No. But when they're in here, what am I supposed to do? Being like, oh, no, let's just let the ants take over. The ants, the ants live here now. Yeah, I don't want you slowly eating my honey. When they got into our honey, that was next level. Oh, the cap yeah. was on. The cap they, was on. They somehow got in under the cap. These are these little teeny tiny ants, not the big fuckers. Ooh, those big fuckers that you're like, oh no, ants, and you have to crush them, and you're, they're like, kung, kung, kung. yeah, you hear their joints crack. They're like cracking their knuckles at you, and, and then like, you I think you squished it, you. and it's like, doo, 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 and it comes back to life, and you're like, oh my yeah, God. and then you finally do the the big squish, and it goes, oh, you feeling the whole body, especially when you kill like a big spider, you're like. Remember that one we killed, the spider we killed in Hollywood, and oh, a bunch God. of babies, and a bunch of babies exploded. Out of, it was out a of big it. spider in the bedroom, uh, and we're like, okay, and then it went, it just started scattering everywhere. Pure the, nightmares. Some of the bugs we saw in that Hollywood apartment, like, oh my, I will never forget coming home one night, and we so we went into like our gate, and we walked down this little like pathway, and next door we saw that someone was getting fumigated or yeah. or whatever, and I was like, oh. I'm so glad we don't have cockroaches. So, I, but I'm like, I hope they don't, you know, run over here. As instead. they do, yeah. So we're walking into our place. I literally, I'm putting stuff in the slow cooker. It's the evening for the night before, for the next night. Blah blah blah. I go to our closet. I like take off my jeans and then I throw them above. There's like an above shelf, and the way the light is, I I'm like, wait, did something just move? 
the way the light is going in, I just see these, this shadow, this antennae and it's, and it's a cockroach, but the cockroach has been magnified by like 10 in this shadow. And I'm just like, <gasps> it was enormous. And I look at it and it's literally the size of like a mouse, this huge cockroach. And I'm like, Matt. And we were both high and I was like, oh my God, you got like a garbage bag out and a hammer or something. I, I got a garbage bag. And then two other bags. It was like garbage bag, paper bag, plastic bag. Because you always hear and if you kill them, they release their babies. Their little, and yeah, they shit so a bunch of babies. You can't squish them. What a, what a life that is, too. Imagine you were so scared or that you were going to die that you shit out a bunch of babies. I mean, that's that just goes to show that mothers will do anything for their children. That's true, including shitting them out in a dangerous situation. That's a terrible time well, to it, shit out a baby. But, you know, it's either that or the babies die, die with, with you, I guess. Abandon ship. Um, maybe it's the babies that are actually controlling the cockroach and they eject themselves. Let's uh, let's do some research on that. Um, but I, yeah, put I got the cockroach in a bag and I it was so big that I'm like, if I use all my force, I don't think I could kill this thing. No. I think I, I would punch it and it would look at me annoyed. <laughs> like, Is that all you got? I fucking dare you to try that again. <laughs> And then so I, oh. I wrapped it in a bag and I could hear it fluttering about and then wrapped it in another bag and wrapped it in another bag and then threw it in the dumpster. And I swear, you know, in the move, you know, on Christmas vacation when they had the cat in yeah. the gift, I swear it was like moving. It was like, like just fluttering about. And that was the biggest cockroach I've ever seen in my life. And we've been to like Cuba and stuff. <laughs> we've been to Cuba. <laughs> you saw, they got it was, it was huge. It was eating all the LA garbage. It was massive. And I remember, I remember that night, my skin felt hot yeah. because I was so grossed out. And, and I was like, I, I, I didn't come down for like an hour. I was like, I can't deal with this. Riding that cockroach high. I was riding that cockroach high. Do you know what's crazy? We saw, we saw a dead cockroach on the streets the other day walking the dog. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what's that? And you're like, those are its wings. I'm like, Cockroaches have wings? You didn't know that, huh? I didn't. They fly? Why am I just learning that cockroaches fly? Because they prefer to skitter about, I guess. I, they're so fast on their little legs. And I think... Is it like... Little... Okay, wait. What's the bird that mostly walks but can fly? Uh, ostrich? I know. I, I mean, chickens? Yeah, maybe chickens. Chickens run around, but they can flutter about. They're the chickens of the bug world. So we should eat them. Well, some people do. They're saying that could be the next food. I mean, they've been saying that for years that bugs are going to be the next food. I would eat a smaller bug, which is funny because when it comes to animals, people are like, I want to eat the bigger animal. But when yeah. it comes to bugs, I kind of want to eat the smaller bug. Yeah. Somebody posted a meme and it was like, uh, land bugs, disgusting. But then they're like, sea bugs, delicious. Like shrimps, lobsters. If it's wet and it's in the ocean, that's basically a bug. Here's the thing. If a cockroach had a big, juicy shrimp tail ass, yeah. I'll dip it in some cocktail sauce. Maybe they do. Maybe their asses, if you boil them up real nice, no. maybe they get they taste like lobster. If that was the case, someone would have figured it out. Yeah. Someone's literally looked at an oyster and smacked it and been like, I'll fucking eat this snot. And then now they're so expensive. And I love them. What? So okay. Is there someone out there looking at things being like, okay, can we eat this? Should we eat this? Like... There are people out there that have looked at cockroaches and cooked them many different ways to see if something's yeah. there. What a, what a smell in that house slash laboratory. And also, curse any relationship you're in. Hey, uh, great first date. What do you do? Oh, I'm finding new ways to cook cockroaches. I don't know if there's one person designated to finding out if you can eat weird things. I think just was a team of over time. Yeah naturally we've when we're you know when food is scarce and we need to eat something it's like all right let's see through trial and error if we can eat this weird thing yeah well the thing with bugs is they usually blend them up and then the the powdery proteins go into other things oh so if you want to blend up bugs and it's good for me i'll eat the bugs you'll eat the bugs i wait have you had like straight up like dried bug I actually don't think I've ever had like a cricket or something like that. I don't. I don't think I have. They taste like wood. Huh. I had one at the CNE <laughs> in Toronto once. Oh yeah. Because they're like, it's a bug hot dog. I'm like, you don't need to do. I hate <laughs> fairs because they're always like, we're gonna deep fry a shoe and fill it full of cheese. Like, and then you gotta yeah. eat it. And this is a hot dog covered in dried bugs, and I had to eat it because it was for like a TV thing, and I couldn't. 
I couldn't fake it. I don't know how they fake it on like like food shows. I took a bite. I'm like, that tastes terrible. This tastes terrible. It tasted like it what the, the forest smells like. Mm. Yeah, but you don't want to eat that. And then I could feel like yeah, I had like a leg in my That's, tooth. It, it's mostly the texture thing yeah. of like a little like leg coming out and you're just like, oh, I'm actually going to be sick. It's not good. I'll tell you uh, what makes me sick uh, when stupid things happen oh. in our weeks. And uh, I think we should go into one of our two... Uh, closing segments. Well, that was stupid. Well, well that, that was, was stupid. stupid. Yeah. Uh, what the? Wow. What did Matt, what happen? Was, Matt, what was stupid for you this oh, week? Oh, this is my stupid one, and oh, I'm finally I recovering from it. Cannot wait. So I went for. Uh, oh yeah. Did we talk about this last podcast? I went for a run too close to the freeway, and I got like a sore throat. I was like. Wanted to run some hills, so we live kind of near the freeway. So there's you can go under the freeway and kind of up on the other side, and then run a, a couple kilometers down and do the same thing. I'm like, this is a good workout. There's a couple of hills. It's nice. Wasn't even thinking about the pollution. I got under the freeway, and it was like toxic. Yeah. It was there was there was already an air quality warning, and I was under there, and I could feel it entering my body. I've never had that much pollution. And then I get home and I'm like, my throat feels fucked. Mm -hmm. And then my throat was fucked for like a week. I'm now just starting to feel better. It's yeah, so stupid. It really destroyed you for I a bit. I thought I was sick and I'm like, oh my God, I'm getting COVID. And then I'm like, oh no, but the rest of my body's fine. I felt perfectly fine. And even you can probably hear it in my voice now, but I honest to God think it was like pollution poisoning i don't know. i don't think i think it, it like it was part like allergies allergies are crazy right mm -hmm. now but also like the way i breathe when i run it's very sharp so i feel like i was shooting the pollution to the back of my throat like yeah you were sucking back pollution and that's the i mean i've had sore throats my whole life that is my probably my number one type of sickness i yeah. get and it's just annoying it's cankers and sore throat because no matter what you're doing throughout the day, you'll be doing something. You'll be like, oh, blah, 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 I'm doing this. And then you swallow. You're like, there's your throat. You have a throat. Like you're just reminded of your throat constantly throughout the day. I feel like your throat has always given you a lot of trouble with your yeah. tiny throat and the I meat getting stuck in your throat. Something's going on in there. I don't know. I don't think I'm meant to have a neck. <laughs> Let's just remove it your neck and just sew the bottom of your jowls to your clavicle i would love that and so everything would, just falls it in was just head and right on my chest and then when i ate it just went no you'd look like that guy from 90 day fiance which i've yeah. never seen i've only just ever seen like the memes and gifs of this hideous unfortunate yeah, little he's man mashed in and he just has no neck excuse but me but the food must get to his stomach so quick I don't know some or or the neck is so crunched up that it's like e -e -e -e, like it's trying to figure out like how to get down the esophagus. Yeah. Either way, uh, let me know, listener, if you know a doctor that would remove my neck so I could eat better <laughs> and breathe better. <laughs> if you saw a guy with no neck running next to the freeway, you'd be like, I think I'm getting out of Los Angeles. I think that's enough for me. Just like, eh, 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 eh. yeah, you'd be like, that guy's going to kill my family. A no-neck man. Don't want no no-neck no man. man. Don't, don't, what don't. stupid don't, thing don't, happened don't. to you this week? Oh, gosh. I'm trying to think of a stupid thing that Oh, that look who transpired. had a perfect week. No, it's been far from from perfect, I tell you. I tell you what. Oh, you know what? This was... This was kind of stupid. Um, I did a show. Uh, I did a show at the at the hollywood improv mm. and it was in the lab and the lab is notoriously like you know kind of whatever crowds but this time i'm like oh my god this crowd's great like they actually seem fun and my friend was seeing me and she brought a date and it was all very exciting and you know when like the energy of a show is great and then r like after like peak energy there was like a really low energy act yeah and then a, like a really sort of like obscure act and then an even more obscure act and you just feel the energy waning and then the host is going on she's giving me this great intro and i'm like all right okay i'm gonna bring it back and then the the sound guy is like hey to the host he's like can you can you change the microphones because the last guy brought on two microphones she's like oh okay and so she's changing them 
in complete silence. And she's like, can you put on some music or something? And the audience is just waiting. They're already confused by the last two acts that have happened. And so she's changing the mics. And he's like, no, you didn't have to change the stand. Oh, okay. And then I'm like, (laughs) and this is all happening. And I'm just in the wings like, okay. And, and by the wings, it's a lab. So like the crowd can see me just like waiting eh, to go waiting. into the bright spot. And I'm like, oh, my God, just fucking bring me up. And then the host kind of butchers my name when it's finally time. And the sound guy plays. I forget what song it was, but it was like the most downer song, like folk music. fucking I think it was a Canadian band or something because he knows I'm Canadian, which is ain't nothing but the price of cheese that doesn't make sense but listen was it uh resurrection by moist here comes a resurrection everybody got no, to die from that something. is way too up tempo this was <laughs> th- i cannot explain how just like slow this was you know you're at the bonfire at midnight and it's everybody's about to pass out it was that energy so i'm like hi and it took me a while like I'm like, okay, I'll just like open with like a killer joke, like a really short one that always kills barely anything. I'm like, Mm. okay. And then I had to kind of like get them back and I ended strong and it was fun, whatever. But I'm like, this is so stupid. It's annoying. It's like when you're watching a perfectly good show, just completely unravel. And I'm like, God damn it. God damn it. But yeah, it was stupid, but you know, but I ended up having a great set. So in the end. It wasn't so stupid. Well, there you go. Because yeah. sometimes weeks don't have to be all stupid. There's no. something nice that happens every week. And I venture that something nice happened to you as well this week. I'm going vis- very Mr. Rogers right now. Yes, looking directly. You are. I think we're all very special people. And I think you can understand that you're special too. And I, you know what makes you feel special? It's so when something warm and fuzzy happens to you. And uh, let's talk about something warm and fuzzy that happened this week. Join me. <laughs> I guess I'll talk about <laughs> <laughs> something nice that happened yeah, to me. Yeah, wh- what happened to you that was warm and fuzzy, Matt? I mean, just a, a, a quick one, quick and dumb. I don't know. A couple things. Uh, TV-wise, something that's making me feel warm and fuzzy, uh, Only Murders in the Building. Also, Ahsoka is a, a Star Wars show. Didn't think I'd be into. It just makes... I literally was sitting... Why didn't you think you'd be into it? I just didn't... There are characters I'm not familiar with. And I just don't really, don't really know. And then Disney's kind of pissing me off because they kind of fucked up Obi-Wan and uh, the other ones. I'm just yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. You watch kind of the Boba Fett one with me. I'm like, this sucks. The Boba Fett one stole uh, time from my life that yeah. I will never get back. Me too. I, I finished it. But the end, Andor was great. And then I'm like, oh man, this one's so good. And I'm just sitting there watching it. And I'm just like, I'm having a great time. Um, so that's making me feel nice. But then also this week is making me feel really nice because I'm busy. And I yes. like to be busy. You're in your busy era. Because yeah, I'm going to do uh, five shows in the Bay Area this weekend, uh, which is, is always just a great feeling. When you are a comedian, especially, and your week begins, you're like, well, whatever, I could rest because I know I'm going to be so busy at the end of yep. this week. And um, and then to add to it, I, I got a spot at the Comedy Store last night, which I, I love doing because we're both on development. So we yep. put our avails in every week. Sometimes we get on, sometimes we don't. And it was just a nice little nugget and you hadn't been on in a while and you were getting sort of antsy yeah. about that but you got on and you were great and it it's was like, great got to work man, on stuff and just fun. just walking into the comedy store and i mean i know every comic on the planet has said it, it just feels nice especially when you're like i'm on the bill like yeah. you're not just some comic hanging around which there's no problem with that but it's just like this is one of the biggest comedy clubs in the world and i'm like and i and and they wanted me like it's just it's, it's very nice in nice. any capacity so and I'm just celebrating these little things, and and it just it just made me feel nice. That's so nice, Matt. And, and listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback off of what oh you said boy. because I feel like there was sort of this like in between time in my life where it's like okay, I've done this, this, and this, and now I I should be doing this, this, and this, and and then it wasn't happening, and then I just got like weird about it. Then I just stopped doing everything, and I was like, okay, well, clearly nobody wants me. But now it's it's going back to that and and finding finding the good in all like the little wins and all like the little things that normally i i don't know if i'm explaining this right but you know before tiny wins tiny wins but before you're like oh like do i really want to perform at this club across the country and whatever and now i'm like yeah i actually do and why not like i i have to remind myself i'm like i like 
what I do. I like this job. I like working. And for the first time in a long time, and you know what, I, I, I blame it on the Vivance. Um, the, it's helping me really like reach out to people. I think last week I said, I'm like, I meant emailed 30 different people. And I've been kind of like asking for what I want and putting myself out there and slowly but surely it's coming to fruition. Like I, this I, is the greatest advertising for Vivance. <laughs> You're like Vivance. all these years struggle. And then no, wouldn't you know it? But it's, not, a it's not only Vivance, but also these past few weeks we've been, we've been drinking less and um, really focused. And it's like the first time where I'm like, I just, I actually don't really feel like drinking as much. Or if I like I do, I'm like, I'm having a glass of wine and, and that's fine. I'm not like beating myself up about it. Like yeah. I feel, I do feel a bit more centered right now, which makes me worried because I'm like, oh God, usually when I start feeling this way, something terrible happens. Um, oh, that's the George Costanza <laughs> syndrome. That's what you, you're I doing. I do. I feel like I have that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I booked um, at, the, at Laughs Comedy in Seattle. So that's going to be happening. And I have a bunch of, um, I'm not a bunch, but I have, I have some work coming up. And also it's made me feel warm and fuzzy that like, I don't like asking favors, but I'll just like ask a comedian being like, Hey, I saw you're doing this. Like, do you mind passing on your contact or like if it makes you uncomfortable or like whatever, you know, asking. And most of the time they're like, yeah, or they don't respond, whatever. Yeah. But it's whole industry is built on favors. Every single major thing is like, I knew a guy and he helped me out. Yeah. They helped me out. They knew they tossed me a bone. And this is all information that's out there. And these are people you have a rapport with. And it's not like, it's not like I'm a year in. It's like, I've been doing this for a hundred years and it's just been really nice that people have been helping me. So I just wanted to say to them, you've been making me feel warm and fuzzy. And last but not least, I'm going to Joshua Tree this week for a little girls trip. I haven't done something like that in a while. And I'm so excited. So while you're at the Alameda Comedy Club yep. this weekend, I'm going to be in Joshua Tree with um, some girls and some dogs. And Getting I'm, dinked and zinked. And I'm so, and I feel yep. so warm and fuzzy for it. That's oh, nice. and last but not least. Okay. Sorry. I'm really, okay. I'm really going, going You're all out. It. I'm milking this warm I'm and fuzzy. I'm covered in milk. I'm covered in milk. Ew. Um, tonight we're going to a little um, opening, like a premiere opening night party for yeah. for uh, the the North Hollywood Film Fest because a little short film I was in is premiering this weekend. But I'm going to be in Joshua Tree. That's right. So we're going to a little opening night party, and there and Getty Images is going to be there. That's the only reason we're going. That's is really why I want because we want to <laughs> want that stupid photo that just says Getty Images. Yeah, because it looks official. I want to be like on a red carpet and get a little Getty image photo yeah, and, get, and get, get it then. Yeah, we're gonna get get down, get down with the Getty. That's us. That's this. That's us tonight. And this is the podcast that yeah. you just listened to. Uh, where can individuals find you online if they are so curious? Yeah, individuals can find me. Julia Comedy on Instagram. Yeah. Julia Comedian on uh, Facebook. Matt, where can they find you? That's Dynamite. I'm Matt O'Brien on Instagram. Comedian Matt O'Brien. Or is it Matt O'Brien Comedian? One of those. Just You'll type find in them. search Matt O'Brien on Facebook. And I'm trying to get to 100,000 followers, 77,000 so far. Yeah, so you're really, you're really milking let's your Facebook see. page. I'm really pushing it, push it, push good. it good. And uh, yeah, as always, you know, like, subscribe, tell your friends. Is this what you want? Podcast. We appreciate you, and that's everything. We'll be next back next week. Bye bye, everybody. Bye bye. Das, was sie wollen, mit Matt und Julia. Ist das, was sie wollen? Es ist, was sie wollen. Ow, my butt.